What is up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Fellow Show. My name is Kyle. Tonight it is Tuesday evening, doing our waiver wire live show. We're gonna get to uh, to all the goodness here in a second. You guys can get your questions in the chat room if you guys do have questions. Uh, but what I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to do something a little bit different tonight. I'm gonna do a little bit different format. Let me know if you guys like it. Uh, essentially, I want to go through each. 32 teams. I want to go through each team and just kind of look at it uh, through a microscope like that. Uh, but good on evening to everybody. Come on in. Um, I'm just going to go over my favorite ads real quick, guys. Uh, and then we'll kind of, you know, answer questions in between uh, going over the teams. But for QB, Jared Goff, CJ Stroud, Dak Prescott, Sam Howell all have decent matchups this weekend. If you need a running back, my priority is Daryl Henderson, Kareem Hunt. I do like the Bears running backs, Roshan and Foreman. And then there is Dee Mercado for the Cardinals. Uh, looking at the wide receivers, it's a good week to add wide receiver. If you can't get Palmer, Rasheed Rice, there's Josh Downs, there's Tank Dell, there's Jackson Smith and the Jigba. Uh, and then at tight end, the big news is Dalton Kincaid is going to be starting with Dawson Knox out. Uh, I still like Najoku, Schultz, Ferguson. Uh, and then the other big news was Zach Ertz is going to be out on IR for the next four games. Zach Ertz is droppable, by the way. Uh, I, I think Trey McBride's a fringe tight end one for the rest of the season. And then if you guys do need defenses, Kansas city, the giants, the Falcons, and then I'm going to add the jets to that list later, but uh, good evening to everybody. We're going to go over uh, all 32 teams here. And if you guys want to get your questions in, go ahead. Um, why Pitts over McBride this weekend? Um, it's a, it's a good, it's a good question there. I'm excited about McBride, but I still think Pitts is the more talented tight end. He actually has a little bit easier matchup. The Titans are a good defense against tight end. They're allowing 8.75 PPR points, uh, but you also have a tough matchup for Josh Dobbs and the tight ends here. The Ravens are the second best against tight end. They allow 6.9 points. So just going with the numbers and the talent, I'm going to go with with, uh, with Kyle Pitts there. Good evening to Daniel. Good evening to Harris as well. Who is the quarterback you're going with this week? I mean – if you can't get Goff and you can't get Prescott, I do like C.J. Stroud at Carolina. That one does make sense. Otherwise, I like Sam Howell. He did play well against them in Philadelphia a couple weekends ago. And then the matchup this weekend, it's pretty juicy because the the Eagles are allowing about 17.5 points to the tight end position here. So that's a good one. Uh, otherwise, I, I suppose Jordan Love is, is fine. Kenny Pickett might be okay. Uh, but those would be some of the top-end quarterbacks that I'm looking for. In my 10 team, we're struggling with injuries. Uh, also, trade JJ for Bijan or Keanu's ride it out since I'm winning. I think if you're four and three, I'm going to continue to hold out. I think the hope that the the hope that we needed was the Vikings winning games and they won last night, a big game. So hope is restored. If they can, you know, beat the Packers and, and get to you know three and four, things are looking up for the Vikings. So I'm going to hold on to JJ. Uh, good evening to Justin. Uh, but let's get into uh, this new format here. I'm going to go over the Arizona Cardinals, and I just have this filtered by percent rostered. Uh, on IR is Zach Ertz. You can drop him. We're not going to be babysitting him. Uh, I do think Rondell Moore is an interesting stash in deeper leagues, but I'm not super excited. Uh, but we do have Kyler Murray coming back, which could be nice. Kyler Murray should be picked up if you need a quarterback and definitely in super flex leagues. Uh, and then the guy that everybody cut last week, Imari Di Mercado, he came out last week and he got pretty much all the touches. So uh, I'm not rostering Keontae Ingram. I want to go ahead and get Di uh, Mercado back. They do have some tough games coming up, but man, if he continues to get that usage, I think Di Mercado uh, can be a low end RB2 flex play for you. And then if you want to stash Michael Wilson, just in case, you know, he pops off when Kyler Murray returns, I think he can be interesting down the stretch. And then Trey McBride, who I think is going to be a fringe tight end one uh, for the rest of the season. 
Uh, let me cover Atlanta real quick. There's really nobody on the waivers that we need to go over for Atlanta. Tyler Algier can be stashed as a handcuff. Uh, and then John New Smith still has a little bit of value at tight end, but otherwise there's really nothing on the Falcons that we need to worry about for the waiver wire. Kind of the same for the Ravens. Uh, I mean, after Mark Lamar and Zay Flowers, sure, Gus Edwards, he's only 50% rostered. He had a great game last weekend, and he's playing the Cardinals. So he, he could be in line for RB2 flex duties this week. I'm not really holding on to Odell Beckham, but I get it in deeper leagues. He might be of use to you. Uh, maybe Justice Hill this week plays well. Uh, Rashad Bateman and Keaton Mitchell, we're going to just monitor those guys uh, deep on the wire. But uh, let's see what we got going on here. You like Jags defense against Steelers. Uh, I don't hate that matchup. Let me actually look at uh, let's look at the the DraftKings game lines this week. Uh, I'm wondering if that's a low scoring game. So the Steelers are projected to score 19.75 points. You know, Kenny Pickett does have turnovers every now and then. I don't hate the Jags defense. I just don't like that it's in Pittsburgh, but it should be a low scoring game. So I'm fine with it. I don't I don't love it or anything like that, though. Daniel says, rank them for waiver wire, 0.5 PPR. Dell, Kincaid, Freeman, Roshan, and Strong, no big needs on the team. Just want the best rest of season. Um, I, I would say it's Tank Dell because he's going to come back into his number two role, and we really like the Texans' offense. So I like Dell the most. I think he can be a guy that you could actually flex. Um, and then um, – as far as Kincaid, I think King, if, if, if you have Kelsey or Mark Andrews, you don't need Kincaid. You know, if you have a top five tight end, you don't need Kincaid. But if you're starting, you know, if you've been starting Logan Thomas or even Luke Musgrave or Kyle Pitts even, I'm adding Dalton Kincaid because I think he can be a top 10, top 12 tight end uh, as well. Rice Freeman, he's got some shelf life for the next three weeks while Kieran Williams is out. So I, I think he's a low-end RB2 play. I'd rather pick up Roshan. Um, so I'm going to rank these guys as Dell, Kincaid, Roshan, probably Freeman, and then Strong. I do like the the call there on Pierre Strong. I think he's going to be the RB2 duty uh, duties behind Kareem Hunt, and they might split 50-50. I'm not sure, but I will be picking up Strong in a couple leagues this week there. Uh, what's his Rams backfield? I'm glad you asked. Uh, let's pull that up here. I'm just looking at the PFF um, numbers here. The Rams last weekend, they uh, they didn't even use Zach Evans. So they gave Henderson 39 snaps, Freeman 29 snaps. They gave 13 routes to Hendo, and they gave Freeman eight targets, two to Henderson, zero to Freeman, 18 carries for Henderson, 12 to Freeman. So it does look like Henderson is the 1A, but it's a close, you know, it's a close split here. And if I go down to the pie charts, we can see that um, early downs was in favor of Henderson. Goal line was split 50-50. Uh, short yardage was to Royce Freeman and then a slight, you know, uh, edge to Daryl Henderson on third downs. And then Hendo did get all of the two minute drill. So uh, my thinking, though, is with Henderson, I mean, this was his first game in the NFL in a while. Um, and this is how much work they gave him. We, we might see his role grow this weekend. So I, I like Daryl Henderson a lot. And if, like, if I'm just being honest, I think he's the best waiver wire pickup for this weekend. And uh, yeah, Kieran Williams is out for another three games. You could potentially get a running back two here for three games. And then when Kieran does return, if Henderson continues to play well, he might, you know, form a, a split here. So I like Henderson for at least the next three weeks. And then we'll evaluate when Kieran returns. Uh, I can drop Jags for Chiefs D this week. I think I'm doing that. Chiefs D is, is one of the elite defenses. They're, they're going to be able to beat up on Denver. So I like it, Chase. Trey McBride for Musgrave, non-PPR. I'm going Trey McBride here. Um, 
there's a, there's a lot of targets to the tight end there in Arizona. So it, it is a good spot to pick up uh, Trey McBride this week. Uh, I do want to cover Buffalo real quick, guys. Um, obviously, Diggs, Allen Cook, and Gabe Davis are going to be owned. The guy that's most popular this week is going to be Dalton Kincaid if you need a tight end. Again, I, I'm open to playing him and starting him against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I know it's not a great matchup, but I think Kincaid can be starting as long as Knox is not playing. Uh, and then Latavius Murray is the guy that I'm monitoring in deeper leagues. He's still getting you know goal line touches and, and short yardage work. And if anything happens to James Cook, we're going to be talking about Latavius Murray on the wire. Uh, and then I did want to note, Khalil Shakir is starting to ramp up his workload uh, as the number two. He just had four targets last week, four for 35. I'm just going to put a pin in that, and we'll just, we're going to see if, if Shakir can continue stacking some good games there. Um, Carolina coming off a bye week. Obviously, Thielen's owned. Sanders is owned. My preference for the rest of the season is I'd rather have Chuba Hubbard than Miles Sanders. If, if you can try and trade away Sanders, I think I'm doing it. I think Chuba's looked better in pretty much every facet of the offense. and. Uh, Sanders has been dinged up. He had the groin and the shoulder, and I think the offense looks good with Chuba. So uh, I do think Chuba should be a waiver wire priority as a stash handcuff type play. Uh, otherwise, DJ Chark, probably don't need to carry him. I think Bryce Young for Superflex is fine. And then I don't mind stashing Jonathan Mingo. He's been getting a decent amount of targets, uh, and after the bye week is typically when you see rookies start to, to kind of you know put things together. So I like that part of Carolina. Chicago. Let me talk about let's well, obviously DJ Moore is owned. Justin Fields needs to be, uh, you know, stashed just in case he returns soon. Uh, and then Cole Komet's been pretty frustrating. He got the zero last weekend, but he should still be stashed. Uh, I do think if Khalil Herbert was dropped, he should be picked up. And then the big name here is Deonta Foreman. Uh, obviously three touchdowns last weekend. He was the, the lead back here, but we're expecting Roshan Johnson to play this week eight. So what does that split look like? I don't know. I mean, they, they were keeping Deonta Foreman inactive because they like Roshan Johnson. So there's an opportunity where Roshan could step right in and be the one a in this backfield. So uh, I don't know how long Foreman lasts. I think either way you shake it, this bears backfield is going to be a committee. Um, you know, even when Herbert returns, it's going to be a committee. So if, if it were me, I, I might sell Foreman. I might try and trade away Roshan Johnson. I think, you know, there's three good backs here and there's only room for really two of them. And we want, we just want one of them to get all the work, but I don't think it's going to go that way. Um, so the bears backfield a uh, bit of a mess right now. Um, Chiefs, Saints, Dolphins or Browns this week. Let's look at that. Um, let me zoom out a little bit here. Chiefs, Saints, Dolphins, or Browns this weekend. I'm liking Miami at Miami. That one sticks out to me as a pretty good play. Um, the Patriots are only projected for 18.75 points. You do have the Browns in a, in a fun game against the Seahawks, but it's in Seattle. I don't know if I trust it. Uh, it is one of the better defenses, but it's a tough matchup technically. Uh, the Saints, Saints are getting the Colts. The Colts show that they can put up points, so I'm not super excited about that. It's also in Indianapolis. Um, and then the Chiefs is, is probably the safest one. The Broncos are projected a lot of points here. So to me, it's Dolphins, Chiefs. I'm going to lean with the Chiefs, though, because it's the Chiefs. I, I trust them a little bit more. Uh, I definitely would try and get Kareem Hunt this week. Um, I do want to note, though, that he, he was on the injury report last week with a thigh. He did get banged up at the end of the game last week as well. So I don't think he's going to, you know, come out and get 80% of the workload. I think Pierre Strong's going to get a little bit of the work. But, you know, as long as Jerome Ford's out, whether it's one to two games, I think Kareem Hunt's a running back too. So I, I would try and get Hunt if you need a running back. Dak, CJ Stroud, or Sam Howell. Um, 
Dak, CJ Stroud, or Sam Howell. It's it's probably Dak Prescott just because I, I trust him the most. Sam Howell is, is kind of reckless, but he, he gets the Eagles, and he had a good game against the Eagles. But if you can't trust him, I get it. Um, CJ Stroud coming off a bye at Carolina could be kind of fun too. Um, so these are all good options. I feel the safest about Dak, uh, but my head's kind of saying CJ Stroud. Um, so I'm going to go between those two guys. I'm going to lean with Dak Prescott this weekend in a, a, a good game where they're coming off a bye. Could be a really fun game against the Rams. And it's at home. Dallas is usually a different team at home. Do you think Foreman could take the lead over Roshan? I, I, I don't think it's ever going to be one guy gets the workload here. Even, you know, even though um, Roshan had the amazing game this weekend, let's let's look at this. Um, look at how they're splitting this backfield right now. Um, Foreman got about half the plays. He got most of the early down works. He got pretty much all the goal line work, most of the short yardage work. But third downs and two-minute drills still went to Darrington Evans. So this is where I think Roshan can come in this week and, and take some work right away. He's going to be the pass-catching two-minute third down back. Um, but uh, keep in mind, they, they, they were keeping Foreman inactive because they liked uh, Roshan so much. So I don't think it's that crazy where – Roshan becomes the lead back and Foreman is the backup, but then you still have, you know, Khalil Herbert coming back. So I honestly don't think there's ever going to be a situation where it's like the one back unless the other two are out. So uh, I think Foreman still, even, even if Roshan plays, I think both Roshan and Foreman are playable in this one because you have Tyson Badgent, you have the, Ch the Chargers defense, these, these backs are going to be the offense. So I think both are playable this weekend, but it's, it's a murky situation at best. Drop Roshan or Deontay Johnson. I'm I'm going to keep Deontay Johnson here, Harris. Uh, how do you feel about White and Foreman as my RB1 and 2 this week? These are my only two healthy RB at the moment. Um, I, I'm not a huge Rashad White fan. Um, he has not been effective, but he continues to rack up volume and, and passing down work. I do want to note that I think Chase Edmonds is coming back this weekend, which could take away from some of his passing down work. So I'm a little bit iffy on these two backs. I, I still think I'm starting both of them this week just because you kind of have to. It is a tough matchup for the Buccaneers traveling to Buffalo on a short week. So maybe White gets there on his passing volume. Uh, and then Foreman, I, I still think, you know, if they get to the goal line, it's going to be Foreman and he can find the end zone there for you. So it's not the best situation this weekend, but uh, you kind of got to go with what you got. Drop Dobbs for downs, full PPR. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I do want to note, though, with Christian Watson's knee injury, we don't know what's going on here. We're going to have a, a practice report coming tomorrow. Uh, the MRI came back clean, but there's a chance that Christian Watson does not play. So I, I think uh, when I get to the Packers, we'll dive a little bit more into that. But we're definitely watching, um, definitely watching Christian Watson's health. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be a, a pretty good split between Chuba and uh, Colonel Sanders there. Um, but let's look at the, the Bengals real quick. Coming off a bye, I think the Bengals are in good shape. They don't really have anybody on the waiver wires that we're looking for. But uh, I do want to mention in deeper leagues, off a of bye week, Joe Mixon just hasn't really been good. I, I'm very curious to see if they get another running back in the mix, whether it's Travion Williams or the rookie Chase Brown. Again, after bye weeks is typically when you start to see rookies get more involved in the offense. So if you have a deep roster spot, you know, available and you want to just babysit Travion or Chase Brown for a weekend and see what happens. I'm not opposed to it. Uh, the Cleveland Browns are kind of a mess right now with their quarterback situation. Uh, Jerome Ford, don't drop Jerome Ford. He's going to be out for at least one to two games. Um, so hopefully you can slide him in your IR, uh, but obviously the backup duty behind him. You know, we talked about Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt should be one of the top ads 
uh, tonight and tomorrow morning. Uh, but if you can't get him, like Pierre Strong's a, a, a really solid running back. He did get eight carries for 25 yards in that game against the Colts, and he's he's a pretty good pass catching back too. Um, so I I'm totally open to him being someone that could be sneakily added tomorrow morning for free. If we look at the Browns pie chart, you can tell it's basically in thirds, and they actually used Pierre Strong mostly in the two-minute drill. He got some third downs. He got one goal line. He did get some early down work. So it, it's, it could be like a true 50-50 split between Hunt and Strong. I'm still going to lean with Kareem Hunt, but I, I just want to mention that, hey, Strong is a nice play if you need someone deep. Uh, and then I do think Elijah Moore in full PPR leagues need to be rostered still. So his, his ownership's a little bit too low for me. Um, and then, yeah, super flex leagues, keep an eye on PJ Walker. He's, he's, I don't know what's going on with Deshaun Watson guys. It's, it's a weird situation. It's almost like he doesn't want to play. I don't know what's going on there, but I, it might be PJ Walker for a little bit. Uh, let me cover the Cowboys real quick. And then we'll get to some more questions, guys. Uh, Cowboys coming off a buy CD lamb, Pollard, Dak should be owned. Uh, I, I do think you can snag Brandon cooks. If you need a depth receiver, um, cooks is, you know, he, Hadn't been playing good, but he caught he caught the touchdown last weekend. If he continues seeing four to seven targets, he could be a low-end wide receiver three flex. Uh, but I think Gallup has actually been playing better than him of late. He did see 10 targets last weekend too. So uh, I do think Gallup and Cooks can be picked up. Jake Ferguson, I know he didn't play great last weekend. Uh, only one target, but it's a really good game. Really good matchup against the Rams this weekend. It wouldn't surprise me if Ferguson uh, catches a touchdown in this one. So he's definitely in play. Uh, and then the guy to keep an eye on, now that the Cowboys have had their bye, keep an eye on Rico Dowdle. If you're a Tony Pollard owner, I'm totally cool with rostering Rico Dowdle as the handcuff. I mean, we're, we're approaching the second half of the fantasy football season, so uh, I usually call that handcuff season. So if you do have Pollard, you should maybe be considering Rico Dowdle here. He's a if something happens to Pollard, Rico's going to be the next man up. They've made that pretty clear. Uh, let me see what else we got here. Ferguson or McBride, that's a good one here. Um, I'm, I'm going to lean with Ferguson. I do think McBride can be busy, and, and technically McBride's actually been playing. McBride's been playing pretty well. Let me go back to that, and we'll go back to Denver here. Uh, McBride had been overtaking Zach Ertz the last few games here, you know, five to 10 points. Uh, honestly, I could go either way, but the matchup's more difficult for McBride this weekend. It's a good matchup for Ferguson coming off a bye. I'm going to lean Ferguson, but we're kind of splitting hairs here. And uh, good evening to Charlene. Hope you're doing well. Uh, could Kincaid explode like Lapora? He he very well could there, uh, Daniel. He, he kind of did last week. Like he kind of had the mini breakout last weekend. Uh, he did have eight targets, eight for 75. You know, if, if they continue zipping him six to eight targets per game as like the number two receiver for this team, we could get a Sam Laporta situation. So that's a good observation there, Daniel. Um, Kincaid can be the man. What if I told you I have Nico Collins and Damian Pierce? Sounds like too much Texans, my man. Um I think in that case, I, I would rather just go with Dak and spread it out a little bit. Uh, but I, it just seems like too many Texans for me there, Harris. Is it funny that Henderson is on the practice squad again? That's more of just like a precaution thing. They, they, they're, they're, they're kind of just wiggling their rosters and, and making sure they get their other players called up. But Henderson will get called up again. But that's that's just the life of a of a practice squad, you know, fringe roster guy. They get uh, they get called up, called back, called up. Miles Gaskin's been activated and, and cut probably like eight times this year. So it's pretty crazy. 
Uh, but let me go over the Broncos real quick. The Broncos are going to be selling somebody, whether it's Judy or Sutton. I think one of those guys is getting traded. Um, so keep an eye on that. Uh, with that being said, Sutton, Javante, Judy need to be rostered still. I think Russell Wilson's fine as a super flex QB too, but he, he can offer some streaming weeks for you. Maybe not this week. Uh, and then I'm still stashing Jaleel McLaughlin. P Ryan doesn't need to be rostered, but he continues to be uh, back up there. Uh, the, if you have an open roster spot in your 12 man league, you can maybe add Marvin Mims because if Sutton or Judy are traded, I'm hoping Mims will get put into the one, you know, the top one or two receivers and start getting some actual usage here. So keep an eye on Marvin Mims there, guys. Detroit, um, Detroit coming off a pretty ugly loss. I mean, Gibbs, St. Brown, Montgomery, Laporta are all must own players. Jared Goff is a streaming option if he's available in your league. I think he would be my priority pickup. Uh, and then, again, Jamison Williams, he didn't do anything last weekend. and He had six targets, and he didn't catch a ball. So that that's kind of my concern with him. So I, I'm not a big fan of Jamison Williams. I'm not rostering him uh, just because I, I kind of think he's like Marquez Valdez-Scantling. He's going to get you zero, or he's going to get you that 40-yard touchdown, and I just I don't really have the patience for it. So I'm fine with letting Jamison Williams go for some of the other receivers that we like tonight. I'd personally rather own Josh Reynolds, who has a, a startable floor, I think, each week. And then we're not expecting David Montgomery back this weekend, so maybe Craig Reynolds can be stashed. Uh, otherwise, the state of the lines looks pretty good. Uh, let's see what I got here. Uh, should I drop Browns for Chiefs or Dolphins or keep Browns rest of season? I, honestly, like, I know the Browns didn't play well last weekend, but they still I, I think they still provided you some fantasy points here. So if it means cutting the Browns for the Chiefs or the Dolphins, like it's one week, but I think holding on to the Browns rest of season would be a priority for me. We know they're very good, uh, and, and honestly, they're, they're kind of matchup proof at this point. What is the value of C.J. Stroud? I mean, I, he might be a fringe top 10, top 12 quarterback the rest of the way. I do like the Texans' schedule. Uh, and he's probably going to be a streaming option for the most part here. But uh, as far as value, you know, he's not a must start every week. Uh, but if he comes out against Carolina and, and he balls out, he might change our minds here. So to me, he's still I mean, like, I'd rather have Dak Prescott over C.J. Stroud. I'd rather have Jared Goff over C.J. Stroud. Uh, but he's close. Like he's he's literally in that 10 to 15 QB range. Um, if Christian Watson is ruled out, would you start Dobbs over either Palmer or Pittman? Uh, I'm going to stick with, with Pittman, I think. The Colts going up against the Saints. We, we did see the Saints have a nice uh, day against that Saints defense last weekend. Uh, and then Palmer's been pretty safe, too. Um, so to me, you know, trusting Jordan Love versus Herbert with Palmer or even Gardner Minshew with Pittman, you know, I, I could see Palmer being the safe play. But Pittman, I think, deserves a chance to be in our lineup. He did kind of complain about the targets last week, so maybe it's a squeaky wheel situation. So I would rank them as Pittman, Palmer, Dobbs. Should I drop Purdy for Dak, who have the best schedule rest of season? Um, so I, I'm kind of fine with, with doing that for this week because – uh, Purdy's on by the following weekend. So, you know, we, we can let him go. Uh, the, the Cowboys coming up, they get the Rams, the Eagles, the Giants, the Panthers, the Commanders, the Seahawks, and then they're going to finish up with the Eagles, Bills, and Dolphins. I, I personally like this schedule. I know it's a tough schedule the last three games here, uh, but that's going to be games where they have to score points. So I, I like Dak rest of season here. And then if I'm looking at the 49ers schedule real quick, let me see what we got here. The 49ers are going to get the Bengals, then they're on by the Jags, the Bucks, the Seahawks, the Eagles, the Seahawks, the Cardinals, and the Ravens. 
and they finish with the commander. So technically it's, it's kind of a push as far as schedule. Um, but I think just with Dak off of his buy, I'm going to lean with Dak Prescott here. Ferguson or Logan Thomas. I'm going to go with Jake Ferguson this weekend. Um, I think the Eagles, are they okay against tight end? Eagles are average against tight end. I'm going to lean with the matchup here. The Rams do allow tight end points. So I'm going to say Jake Ferguson. Um, but let's look at um, the Packers real quick. Again, there's questions on Christian Watson. Obviously, Jones, Watson are owned. Love could probably be owned in a one QB league. He's also a decent streaming option for you this weekend. I'm still fine with rostering A.J. Dillon just in case something happens to Jones. Uh, and then, yeah, Romeo Dobbs needs to be rostered just with we, we can't trust Watson to stay healthy. So I, I like Romeo Dobbs this weekend. Um, Luke Musgrave hurt his ankle. We're going to watch for his practice report. So if no Watson and no Musgrave, I might change my mind to Romeo Dobbs in that question I just answered earlier. So we have to really watch the Packers practice report. And again, if no Watson or Musgrave, Jaden Reed, man, is worth a stash in deeper leagues. Um, and again, if no Watson and Musgrave, Remember the name Dontavian Wicks. He's been playing a little bit more and more each week for the Packers. But again, Dobbs, Jaden Reed, keep these guys on your speed dial. Uh, let's talk to the Texans real quick. I think this is the ideal week to play Damian Pierce. He has one of the best matchups on paper. We know Damian Pierce is a good running back. They just haven't really been able to get him going. Their offensive line is going to be healthy coming into this one, especially off the bye. I think this is the week you want to play Damian Pierce. So Pierce, Nico, Schultz, Stroud, all these guys should be owned. and. I think at this point, Stroud probably just needs to be owned in a one QB league. His floor is about 14 points. I'm fine with just rocking it up, like just playing him almost every week, I think, at this point. Uh, Tank Dell would be a priority wide receiver pickup if you can get him. And, you know, he's been dropped pretty badly the last couple of weeks. So Dell would be a great stash. I know he kind of kind of disappointed us after those big booms weeks two and three, but a healthy Tank Dell, I'm willing to whip him out this week. Uh, and then I think the guy that everyone's kind of looking at here, is Devin Singletary. I'm not sure why he got more work than Damian Pierce back in week six. Maybe they were sending Damian Pierce a message. Maybe they're just keeping Damian Pierce fresh before the bye week. I'm not sure. Uh, but either way, I do think Devin Singletary needs to be picked up as a handcuff like, or a stash. If, I, if you own Damian Pierce, I, I think Singletary should probably be scooped up at this point. Uh, it would probably be for one to two weeks pickup for Stroud. I, I'm fine with that then, Harris. Uh, Tanker, Deontay, rest of season. That one's easy. It's Deontay. Deontay, Daniel. Uh, pick two, half PPR. Hall, Pierce, Warren, Mixon, Roshan, Spears. I have Hall for sure. Not sure about second. Uh, Damian, I'm going to go with Damian Pierce. It's a tough matchup for Mixon. Don't know what's going on with Roshan. We're still stashing Spears. And Warren's like, if you want to just take the 7 to 10 points, you can play Warren. But I'm going to go with Damian Pierce off a of bye, nice and healthy. Uh, Sport Dog, good evening. Have you heard anything on Derrick Henry? I picked up Spears in case Henry is traded. Yeah, that's kind of the hot rumor. Um, and I think if, if you guys have a league and Tajay Spears is available, just hold on to him for the next 10 days. Let's see, because the trade deadline's next week. Let's see what happens with the Titans here. They're, they're facing you know, the edge of the cliff here. They might have to blow it up. Um, so trading Henry right now is a definite possibility. Tajay Spears is a must-own player uh, for at least the next seven to 10 days and maybe beyond that. Um, the Indianapolis Colts, Jonathan Taylor looks like he's back. Michael Pittman's good. Continue stashing Zach Moss. Like Zach Moss is still getting a lot of workload here. He did, uh, you know, he had a floor game here of seven points, but if anything happens to Jonathan Taylor, we're going to be dialing up Zach Moss again on the waiver wire. 
Josh Downs, one of the pickups of the week. He's been absolutely balling. Uh, all of his double-digit games have come with Gardner Minshew playing quarterback, and he continues to see six to eight targets here the last three games. Downs would be a priority pickup for me. Uh, and then Minshew is a super flex pickup, and really nobody else is, is worth a damn here on the Colts roster. Looking at Jacksonville real quick, ETN, Ridley, Ingram, Kirk, and Lawrence are probably already scooped up. I'm waiting for Zay Jones to come back. We had that nice spike game from Zay Jones in week one. He played well in London in week five. He got hurt again. Uh, they, they do have a bye week nine, so maybe they let him rest this weekend. But I, I'm open to Zay Jones second half of the year playing nicely. They're going to get Tennessee, Houston, Cincinnati, Cleveland, Baltimore, Tampa Bay, and Carolina. Zay Jones could enter the flex conversation at some point again. And then Bigsby's just, you know, continuing to be a handcuff stash here. I'm not super in love with it. Atlanta or Detroit. Um, so obviously we're kind of waiting on Ryan Tannehill here. That would be a big blow if, if he can't go. So I, if I had to answer today, I'm going to say Atlanta. Uh, we do expect the Titans to not score a lot of points here. They're projected only 17 points this weekend. So I think it is Atlanta's defense, if that's the question here. Uh, and thoughts on Kyler Murray. That's pretty good. Um, so my thoughts on Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray is known for his running ability. Um, that's going to be limited a little bit coming off of this, this knee injury. So he's, he's not going to have that extra 30, 40 yards rushing. I, I don't expect him to be running the ball a lot on designed runs or even racking up rushing touchdowns. So that's going to cut a little bit of his ceiling off. That's going to lower – to me, I think Kyler Murray rest of season is going to be a fringe streaming quarterback one. He's going to be right in that mix with guys like C.J. Stroud, Guys like Jared Goff, Jordan Love, um, he's going to be matchup dependent. So uh, I think Stafford, Wilson, Stroud, Howell, he's going to be in that mix where like he's not a for sure start every week, um, but he's going to have some good games. And again, he's not going to be very mobile. So uh, I do like Kyler Murray. I think especially in super flex leagues, that's where I want him. But I think in a one QB league, you know, if if I have if I have any of these quarterbacks here that I have highlighted. I'm not very interested in Kyler Murray just because I, I can add somebody of similar value off the waiver wire uh, if I needed to. Would you play Damian Pierce over Gibbs, Aaron Jones, Saquon Barkley, or Raheem Mostert? Um, I, I'm going to go back to the, to the well on Raheem Mostert. I, they, they did not look good last weekend. They're playing the Patriots at home. I, I'm playing Mostert. I think I would rank Damian Pierce behind all of the guys here that you mentioned. Um He's, he's more of a, like a, a low-end RB2 play, and the guys that we're looking at here are strong RB1 plays. Tanker Palmer, rest of season. I'm going to go with Palmer, rest of season, just because he's a little bit of a veteran. He's been around. He has a good chemistry with, with Justin Herbert on the deep ball, and he's the clear number two on the Chargers offense. So I like that offense. I want a piece of the Chargers. Whereas Tank Dell, I, I like Tank Dell, but I think he's going to be a little bit more boom bust week to week. He's also a smaller frame where he could get injured or another concussion or something like that. So I'm going to say Palmer rest of season there, Daniel. Uh, let's look at the Chiefs real quick. Obviously, Kelsey, Mahomes, Pacheco will be owned. And then if you guys needed a receiver, Rasheed Rice, we should have picked him up weeks ago. He's just under 50% rostered. I, I think he's you know, if, if I'm looking at a receiver, he's at the top of the list. I'd rather have Rashi Rice over, over Tank Dell, over JSN, maybe even over Josh Downs, but it's kind of even there. Downs and Rice are very similar to me where I think they're 
probably must start wide receiver three flexes going forward. Rice stepped up last weekend and got more snaps opportunities. He looks really nice. Uh, Rice is nice. That's all I got to say. Sky Moore is droppable. We missed on that one. Jarek McKinnon, I, I think he's droppable. He, even if, you know, Pacheco goes down, McKinnon's role is not going to increase greatly. So I think if you're rostering McKinnon, you could probably let him go. I think Tony can be let go. Hardman, I'm not really holding out hope for. MBS, not really interested. And Clyde Edwards-Alaire is just a handcuff for Pacheco. So to me, it's really only the top four guys, guys for the Chiefs. And if an injury happens to one of those guys, we can, you know, hash it over and, and talk about it in the future. Uh, the Chargers, Eckler, Allen, Herbert, Palmer need to be owned. I think Quentin Johnson's still a deep stash, but it, it's not looking like he's going to hit anytime soon. So if you needed to make room for somebody, you could let Quentin Johnston go. Uh, I, I don't really trust Gerald Everett off the uh, the tight end market. And then Josh Kelly, just Austin Eckler got dinged up again last week. So that, that concerns me. I think if you have Eckler, you should stash Joshua Kelly. Uh, and then other than that, that's that's pretty much it for the Chargers. We'll go over the Rams next year. I'm going to get to some more questions, but the Rams are a hot team to talk about this week. I have Watson, drop or keep him. I have Josh Allen. You have Watson. Uh, is that Deshaun Watson? If you have Josh Allen, you don't need a QB two. No way. For the bye week coming up for the Bills, you can you can play somebody. I, I would let somebody else have the headache that is Deshaun Watson. Spears or Kareem Hunt? If you need it, so th- this is a kind of an open-ended question. Uh, if you need someone for this week, it's Kareem Hunt. The guy I'd rather own for the rest of the season, though, is Tajay Spears. Uh, but if you need someone for the next one to two weeks to be your starting RB2, Kareem Hunt can be that guy for you. Could you list some players we should offer to trade for Spears before Titans get rid of Henry? Um, and I'm not quite sure how likely Henry were to get traded. Um if you're trying to trade for Spears right now, I mean, his value is kind of like a low-end RB2 play. Like If you can trade Roshan for Tajay Spears, if you could trade Foreman for Tajay Spears, uh, I might even trade like Daryl Henderson for Tajay Spears. Kind of think about that. Like think about guys who are running back twos right now uh, that might not be running back twos in the future. That's probably what you're looking at. So I, I'm willing to send uh, some of those guys here. If I were to look real quick at running backs, Let's just filter by projections here. I mean, I I might sell Gus Edwards. I might even sell Miles Sanders. I might sell Zach Moss. I might even sell Kareem Hunt. I might even, I'm selling Roshan, you know, guys like that. Drop CEH or Gerald Everett. Honestly, they both can be dropped, Harris. Uh, I don't think either one is is, is super needy on my teams right now. I'm comfortable dropping both guys if you need to. Everett's pretty replaceable as far as the backup tight end goes. Would you trade CJ Stroud away if I have Joe Burrow? Absolutely. Go ahead and do it. Burrow's going to be locked in for your starting the rest of the year. That was my entire RB room. Yeah, that's a stacked running back room. But yeah, you're, you're going to be just, I, I would just leave Joe Burrow in. Um, if you have a top eight QB, you don't need a QB too. If something happens, you know, you're going to be able to get waiver wire production for the quarterback spot. Uh, but let me go over the Rams real quick, guys. Obviously, Cup, Nakua, Stafford are already rostered here. Let me filter by percent rostered uh, as well. Higby probably doesn't need to be rostered, but he is a decent spot start this weekend. Uh, Tutu Atwell is a guy that if you need to flip him in as like an emergency wide receiver three flex, I'm open to it. Uh, but Atwell doesn't really have startable value unless one of the other receivers is injured. 
Um, let's just say that Zach Evans can be dropped. It's the Royce Freeman, Daryl Henderson show. Uh, if I had to choose one, I, I want Daryl Henderson. So that's probably the priority pickup for me this week is Daryl Henderson. I think he's got three games that he's starting. And, and then even if Kieran Williams can't return, you know, he might split uh, with, with Kieran Williams when he comes back. So Henderson and Freeman, both low end RB twos next week and the next couple weekends. Yeah. I like the Rams. Uh, the Raiders, Aka, Adams, Jacobs, Myers, uh, hold on to Michael Mayer. I know he didn't have a great game last weekend, but he's playing the Lions. The Lions just let a lot of tight end points to Mark Andrews last weekend. They're going to be down. They're going to have to throw the ball. So I think Michael Mayer, if you need a tight end, you know, he's worth stashing. I know if, if, if I could, you know, have Kincaid and Mayer as my tight ends, I'm fine with that. If I could have McBride in Mayer, I'm fine with that. Um, his usage did not look amazing, but he did enough to give me some hope here. Where is that Raiders game? All right, so the Raiders, you still saw Michael Mayer lead the team in snaps, routes, and targets for the tight ends, and they actually pulled the starters at the end, so that's why Hooper got a little bit more there, but they're treating Mayer as the starter, so Mayer is still a guy that uh, I'm willing to buy low in, or if someone um, if someone drops him this weekend, you can scoop him up. Uh, Itty Bitty South City 650, good evening. Four and three, 14 team league, half PPR. We got Gino. We got Tyreek and Chase, Jesus. Running backs are JT and Brees. Flex is DJ Moore. T. Tight end is Thomas. That's Logan Thomas. Bench is Rice. KB. Who's KB? Bench is Rice, KB. Not sure who KB is. Am I stupid? Henderson, though. Mitchell. K. Will. That's Kieran Williams. Khalil Herbert. And then that's Kyler Murray. It's killing me who's KB. Who is KB? Um, should I try to upgrade a QB or wait on Kyler? I think Gino can hold the fort, you know, until Kyler comes back. Uh, I don't expect Kyler to play this weekend, but week nine, you can you can get that matchup. It's it's a decent matchup, I think, for Gino. I know it's it's the Cleveland Browns, but we just saw Gardner Minshew light up the Browns. It's in it's in Seattle. That could be interesting. Kendrick Bourne. Okay, yeah, I like Kendrick Bourne there. Um you, you, I mean, if you, if you can try and sell, if, if you can trade Kyler right now, I, I think I would do it. You know, the, the anticipation of Kyler's return is pretty high. I don't expect Kyler to be a top 10 QB when he returns anyway. So, I mean, if, if you could flip Kyler for something, I think I'm, I think it's worth looking into. Which giant receiver rest of season? It might be Jalen Hyatt. I, I don't know. Um, the question that I have is who's the quarterback? If it's Tyrod Taylor, I'm interested. Uh, Daniel Jones, we need to see a little bit from here. But to me, there's only three potential options. It's Slayton, Hyatt, or, or Wandell Robinson. I, I think Slayton is going to be out there the most. He's going to get the most snaps uh, in the routes as the leader of the of the group. But Hyatt is the the promising rookie. He did lead the team in wide receiver targets last weekend. He had some nice deep shots here. Um, so to me, it's probably Hyatt. Uh, Wandale in PPR formats, he kind of let us down last weekend. Uh, but he had been busy with targets. But his, his role is just not that exciting. So if I had to hold one, it's probably Jalen Hyatt. Hunt over Aaron Jones this week, non-PPR. Um, Hmm. I think I'm going to give Aaron Jones the benefit of the doubt. It was his first game back last weekend and he still hit, he still hit a decent amount here. 
Uh, I'm trying to remember how many fantasy points he did have, but uh, I'm expecting um, his role to grow this weekend. Uh, he still split time heavily with A.J. Dillon, but he did get eight carries, five targets, which is nice. So I, I expect his his volume to go up. I'm going to lean Aaron Jones here, but uh, Kareem Hunt is a safe play if you want to go with Kareem Hunt. If I don't start Nico Collins or Damian Pierce, would you still pick up C.J. Stroud or go with Dak Prescott? Um, I mean, I, th- I think you should start Nico Collins this weekend. Um and again, I'm, I'm open to playing Damian Pierce, but if this is the team with all those running backs that you had, Harris, like play the other running backs. And uh, I, th- I think you can play CJ Stroud. Uh, I'm fine with that. Wandale or Tank Dell rest of season half PPR. I'm going with Tank Dell Harris and thoughts on Pierre Strong. That's a great question. So we went over that a little bit earlier. Uh, I'm not sure if you missed it or not, but uh, I'm, I'm picking up Pierre Strong in a couple leagues. He did play more than Kareem Hunt. Last weekend, Hunt did get banged up a little bit. Uh, you see eight carries and 10 carries for Hunt, nine routes for Strong, seven for Kareem Hunt, and then one target for Hunt. But they pretty much split this backfield up in a tr- in a third pie here. So uh, I-, I do think Hunt is probably the 1A, but don't sleep on, on Pierre Strong. I think he's worth an ad uh, because uh, I-, I think the Browns like him. Uh, but let me cover the Dolphins real quick. There's really nothing too much on here to, to talk about. Obviously, Hill, Waddle, Mostert, Tua, and A-Chain, you know, still hold on to A-Chain. But Jeff Wilson Jr., his first game back, he didn't really get a lot of work. He does have to compete with Salvin Ahmed here. So I don't know uh, what the role is going to look like for the RB2 in Miami going forward. Maybe Jeff Wilson gets more work on his plate in this game, especially if it's a blowout, blowout against the Patriots here. So hold on to Jeff Wilson. I also think he's worth a pickup if someone does drop him because, hey, Injuries happen. You know, Raheem Mostert's never been the most healthy guy. Um, so I, I'm still stashing Jeff Wilson if I can. The Vikings, uh, you know, try and trade for Justin Jefferson if you can. I think that's kind of the idea that we're looking at right now. The Vikings kind of saved their season last night uh, against the 49ers. It looks good for JJ to return. So I like buying low there. Hawkinson still owned Madison. Madison's a sell for me right now. I've never been a Madison fan. It looked like Cam Akers was the better back last night. And I think Cam Akers might be cutting into his workload going forward. If we look at the snaps from that game last night, 37 snaps for Madison, 27 for Akers. Madison did have 21 routes to Akers' 12, but they both saw three targets. And Akers actually led the team in carries with 10 to Madison's eight. In terms of usage, you know, it's almost a 50-50 split in terms of playing snaps. Uh, Madison still got the goal line, but short yardage went to Cam Akers. Third downs was split, uh, and then two-minute drill still Alexander Madison. But Akers provided a little bit of burst, and that was nice to see. So uh, I'm not super sold on Madison. Cousins is obviously owned. Addison obviously owned. KJ Osborne does look nice. He's still, you know, <clears throat> Osborne still has some value while JJ's away. Uh, he can be a wide receiver three flex this weekend against the Packers. But the guy I'm picking up this week is Cam Akers, um, 52% rostered, worth a shot. He could be the starting running back at some point here soon for the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, Pick up Brandon Cooks if you have Michael Gallup. Um, Probably not. I'd rather just have one dart uh, on the Cowboys backup receiver. Uh, I would keep Curtis Samuel. Yeah, Samuel's still heavily involved in that offense. Commanders. Um, he's still running, 
you know, he's still wide receiver three here, but the targets are are up. Eight targets last weekend. Dotson got eight. McLaurin got nine. He's still a useful piece uh, in full PPR leagues. And hey, if anything happens to McLaurin or Dotson, that's going to be wheels up. And honestly, if something happens to Logan Thomas too, that's going to add value to all the top three receivers. Would you pick up Kincaid if you have Dallas Goddard? I'm not opposed to it. The Eagles are on by coming up, I believe. Um, and, you know, I, I'm not opposed to maybe flexing a tight end if I need to in a pinch. If you have the room and you want to pick up Kincaid, I, I'm fine with it there, Harris. What is the status of Monte? Uh, I'm going to assume he's out this weekend when they were talking about the injury a week ago. They said he's going to be out for a little bit, meaning probably up until after the bye week. So they play this weekend against the Raiders. Then they're on bye. I'm expecting Montgomery to be back for week 10. Um. Yes, itty bitty. I would def I would definitely do this. McBride might be a top 10, top 12 tight end the next, uh, I think, the rest of season. I, I don't expect Ertz to, to really be a factor anymore the rest of the way. Sanders or Pierce rest of season. I'm going to go with Damian Pierce. How much would you spend on Kincaid? Um, depends on how much budget you have left. Um, it also depends, you know, on, on your, your, your league mates. If someone really needs a tight end and you need to spend high, um, and one, if, if say you needed him to start, if you need a starter, I'm probably spending 10 to $15. If he's just a backup for your Dallas Goddard, probably about five to seven bucks. But if, if you need him for a starter, it's double digits. Otherwise, that five to seven dollar range looks pretty good. Uh, now, I do want to cover the New England Patriots here. They have some interesting guys. Uh, Ramondre is the only one that's like must start right now. Uh, and he has been turning the corner here, which looks nice. Ezekiel Elliott, though, continues to be of use. He can be a, a low end RB2 flex play. He's 40 percent rostered, so he's worth a stash. Anything happens to Ramondre, you have uh, you have something there. Juju shouldn't be owned. I think I'm just going to cut. Hunter Henry now. I don't even want to mess with it. Kendrick Bourne, though. Uh, Itty Bitty had Kendrick Bourne come up earlier. He looks nice. He had two nice games in a row. He's worth a stash and maybe not play him against Miami, but they're going to have to throw the ball. And we did see A.J. Brown boss around Miami. So Bourne's interesting this weekend. I do like him. Not interested in Jasicki, Mac Jones, maybe for Superflex. Not interested in Devontae Parker or Thornton, but the guy I'm interested in is rookie Demario Douglas. If I pull up the numbers from the Patriots last weekend, uh, he was number two in snaps for receivers and number two in routes and five targets and a carry. So the offense looked good. They had him on the field for a lot. So I, I'm thinking this might be a trend where Demario Douglas is just the number one, number two wide receiver Going forward, uh, clearly Kendrick Bourne's out there a lot for his blocking in one wide receiver sets, but I'm interested in Demario Douglas for free tomorrow morning. Higby is droppable. Uh, I think so. It really depends on who else your tight ends are, but I'm not excited to get Higby in my lineup. And, and he's kind of a frustrating guy to start. Like, I'd rather just pick up McBride. I'd rather pick up uh, Michael Mayer if I could. What's up, Brian? Good evening to you. Saints or Browns defense rest of season. I, I still like the Saints defense, but on paper, the Browns are the better team, so I'm going to lean the Cleveland Browns. Miami or Chargers defense? I really can't trust the Chargers defense, even though it is the Chicago Bears this weekend. So, man, oh, man, I'm going to lean with the Miami Dolphins. I'm going to lean with the Dolphins. Stashing Acres. Okay, so um, if, uh, if you didn't watch my stuff this summer, I – I was not a big fan of Madison. I just don't think he's very good. I think he's a backup running back. 
I don't think Akers is all that great either, but I do think he's a slightly above average running back that that does have the opportunity to be the lead back for the Vikings. I'm not sure when their buy is coming up, but maybe, you know, we see a shift. We'll get to the Vikings here in a second because I just covered them. Uh, we actually, we just covered the Vikings. Let's see where their buy is. It's not till week 13. They play Green Bay, Atlanta, New Orleans. These are some tough matchups here at Atlanta, New Orleans, but Denver, Chicago, Raiders, Bengals, Lions, and Packers. Like we might see Cam Akers start some games at the back half of this year. So I'm I'm stashing Akers if I can. Uh, this one's easy, Harris. I'm going with the Jets defense. The Jets defense for sure. I just I don't want to trust the Chargers, even though it is <coughs> the the Chicago Bears defense that they're playing that they're going to be playing the offense that they're going to be playing. Uh, Chris Olave was arrested for the Saints, but I don't think he's going to get suspended. Uh, obviously, Olave, Kamara, Michael Thomas should be rostered. Jamal Williams is just a handcuff. I'm not in love with it. Rashid Shahid's just a deep, uh, you know, 12-team stash here. But uh, Shahid does have some value in those deeper formats. Derek Carr's just a QB2 for Superflex. The questions here are Jawan Johnson. If he does play this weekend, that's going to take some of the steam off of Taysom Hill. So we'll monitor that. I, I do think if no Juwan Johnson, I'm open to Taysom Hill as my tight end this week. The Giants, everything swirls around Daniel Jones with his neck injury. If he plays, that's nice. But I think Tyrod Taylor's actually played pretty well in his absence. Um, but obviously, Barkley, Waller, these guys are, are picked up and, and rostered. Daniel Jones wouldn't be a terrible streaming option this weekend, but I'm probably going to stay away from that. Wandell Robinson, not in love with the matchup. Matt Breida is just a handcuff stash for Saquon Barkley. And then it's Hyatt. I, I think Hyatt's the guy that I want to stash here. So Wandell and Hyatt do have value. Otherwise, we're not really looking for much fantasy options on the Giants. The New York Jets coming off a bye. Wilson and Brees Hall continue to be must-start players. Dalvin Cook shouldn't be rostered. I, I'm not excited about Dalvin Cook. Alan Lazard maybe as a deep wide receiver three flex bench stash. If you guys play in, in super flex leagues, I think Rodgers could be picked up and stashed. Conklin, I, I might like prefer Tyler Conklin over a Tyler Higby type. That's kind of where he's at in the in the tight end landscape here. And then Zach Wilson's just a super flex guy. Really, there's really nobody else on the Jets that we want to talk about. Would you roster Cam Akers if you have Alexander Madison? Yeah, I think so. I'm fine with that. You, you not only have the injury upside, if, if one of those guys goes down, you get the backfield to yourself, but... Uh, you know, you just, you have insurance and both guys might be, you know, flexible RB2 season at some point. And yeah, JJ, that win was huge last night for their season. I think we're going to see JJ back so we can exhale on that one. There's really nobody on the Eagles here. Hertz, Brown, Smith, Swift, Goddard. These guys are all owned already. Kenneth Gainwell remains a, a deep handcuff play. Julio Jones. I don't, I'm not going to bother with Julio Jones on my roster. I just, I don't think he's going to be ever starting for me in my fantasy lineup. So uh, we'll move on to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's exciting. Pickens, Najee Harris finally had a game. Deontay Johnson's back. He's a must start. And I think Jalen Warren right now is kind of a like a nice low-end RB2 flex play going forward in full PPR leagues. Pat Frymuth, continue to stash him on your IR, but it's not looking great there. And then Kenny Pickett is a quarterback two for super flex leagues. Otherwise, Robinson, Austin, I'm not interested in the tight ends. It's pretty straightforward uh, for the Steelers here. We know who they are. Would you do it over to Spears? Um, 
I would rather have Tajay Spears than Cam Akers there, especially for the next week or so, Harris. If, if Henry is traded, you're going to want Tajay Spears. Uh, Akers still needs to overcome Alexander Madison yet, so it would be Spears over, over Akers for me. Let's look at the Seahawks real quick. Kenneth Walker, we're going to be watching DK Metcalf's uh, injury status. I think he's going to play this weekend. It is a tough matchup on paper, though. Uh, Lockett is owned. Geno Smith needs to be owned. And then Jackson Smith and the Jigba needs to be owned. I, I think, you know, the injury seal is broken on Metcalf. Lockett is getting up there in age. If he misses time, Jackson Smith and the Jigba can be uh, a wide receiver three flex for you. And then even with you know, Metcalf out in this game, Jake Bobo played a lot. They ran a lot of three wide receiver sets. So uh, I'm open to Najigba getting more work as the season goes on here. So he's a priority pickup at wide receiver. And then if anyone drops Zach Charbonnet because of his hamstring issue last weekend, pick Zach Charbonnet up, especially if you have Kenneth Walker. Uh, and then nobody really else here to monitor on the bench. Um, in the future, if, if Metcalf or Lockett are out, like we're going to talk about Jake Bobo. So file that name away, guys. Do we know how long Knox is expected to be out? I do not. Um, I'm awaiting, like, we have to wait for the surgery news to hear what's going on here. But he's having wrist surgery. They didn't put him on IR yet, so it might be only two to three or four games. If they do put him on IR, that would obviously be the four games here. But I'm thinking somewhere between two and three games. Uh, but who, who knows, man? We, that, that might be all we need for Kincaid to be unleashed. And, and then you can't put him back in the bottle. So uh, do you like Warren this week on PPR? I'm fine with Warren. Non-PPR is a little bit more difficult for Jalen Warren. You know, you're, you're banking on 40 to 60 yards there. He's probably not going to score a touchdown. So he's he's more of like a four to six point play in non-PPR. And uh, I think so. The fact that they allowed so many points last weekend on the road, um, and they, they still got you a touchdown. They got you some turnovers. I trust the Browns defense. Um, but let's go over the 49ers real quick because we're still without Debo Samuel. We're not going to see him until probably after the bye week. Uh, the guys that we're looking for on the waiver wire, you can you can handcuff CMC with Elijah Mitchell and Jordan Mason. Juwan Jennings, people are probably going to be looking at him on the waiver wire this weekend, but I don't think he's a must-start wide receiver three flex or anything like that. But he does look like the next man up in case Debo does remain out or gets injured again. And that's pretty much it for the 49ers. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, Evans, Godwin, and White are obviously rostered. Baker Mayfield's a super flex guy. Kate Otten's not a bad play. I, I like Kate Otten in dynasty formats. He should be scooped up as a backup tight end. He did play well in at least three games this year. He's an interesting tight end prospect. Uh, and then I just, I'm not excited about Rashad White. I think we're going to see Keyshawn Vaughn or Chase Edmonds continue to eat into his workload. They tried Keyshawn Vaughn a little bit last weekend. Uh, but it does sound like Chase Edmonds is back off IR. So he might be a guy that comes in and steals some opportunity from Rashad White. I think if you can sell Rashad White, I think I'm doing that right now. The Titans, we've talked much about Tajay Spears tonight. Henry and Hopkins are the only playable guys this weekend. And I know the quarterback situation is going to be bad, but I'm still playing Henry and D-Hop. Traylon Burks, worth a look in deeper formats if you want to stash somebody. I'm not sure he's going to be much of a, of a fun play with Willis or Levis at QB, but, you know, we like the talent there. And then, yeah, Tajay Spears at 33.5% is one of the must-known pickups this week. Chico Conquo, maybe if you need a tight end streamer this weekend. Otherwise, it's it's looking pretty bad for the Tennessee Titans. And then we're going to finish up with the uh, commanders here, and then I'll finish the questions. Um, 
Terry McLaurin, Brian Robinson are must owned. Uh, I'm open to Jahan Dotson turning things around. I think you can still stash him. And Curtis Samuel definitely is a wide receiver three flex stash play right now. I have Antonio Gibson in this league. I I might be cutting him soon. I just, I'm not excited about him. Even if B-Rob gets hurt, the guy we're looking for is Chris Rodriguez Jr. He had seven carries last week for 31 yards, which I think was almost just as much as B-Rob. So there's a little bit of momentum here for Chris Rodriguez. If you guys play in Dynasty or deeper 14, 16 team leagues, pick up Chris Rodriguez, guys. Um, He's an injury away from leading this team in carries. And and he did steal some, he's getting more carries than Antonio Gibson. So like if B-Rob goes down, Chris Rodriguez is the next man up. And then I I do think, um, you know, if Gibson goes down, that Rodriguez can get some some passing down work as well. And who knows, maybe they trade Antonio Gibson. I'm not quite sure here, but there is a little bit of smoke here with Chris Rodriguez. I think he's a fun guy to stash in in dynasty and deeper leagues here. So I'm going to be looking at him. Uh, otherwise, Superflex deep leagues, Jacoby Brissett. Maybe we, if, if the commanders struggle for another week or two, we might see Jacoby Brissett. So I'm on dumpster fire watch there. Uh, but there you go. We just covered all 32 teams on the waiver wire. Uh, and then I have a few minutes here. I'm going to hang out and answer some questions. Uh, let's see what we what we got here, guys. Um, would you rather roster four running backs or Rasheed Rice non-PPR? It really depends on who that fourth running back there is there, Harris. I, I think you got to probably find a way to get Rasheed Rice on your team, though, if he's available in a non-PPR league. He's attached to Mahomes. He legit has a like a 50% chance of catching a touchdown every week, and he's looking really good. So um, it ultimately depends on who that fourth RB is there, Harris. And, hey, no problem, guys. Uh, we are going to be hanging out tomorrow evening, Wednesday night, 7 p.m. Central Time. We're going to go over all of my start-sit charts together, and uh, I'll take questions for the week. Uh, we're halfway through the season, guys. Halfway through the fantasy football season. It's week seven. Or it's week eight, so we're you know there's 14 weeks in the season and then playoffs, so we're halfway through the regular season. Can't believe it's going by so fast, but hey, we have uh, we have basketball on back now, so I might be pumping out some basketball contents. But if no one's got any other questions, I'm gonna sneak out of here. Enjoy. Good luck on your waiver wires, guys. I'm sure we'll talk to you guys tomorrow night. Take it easy. Peace. Mm-hmm.